but you know why Americans need to eat more seafood? Well, because it's very good for your body. It's good for every part of your body, from your skin, for the tissues, the connective tissues, the cognitive thinking. It feeds your brain. I grew up being told seafood is brain food. It's brain food. That, you know, so we ate it every Friday. So, I mean, it was something normal to me growing up. But did you know that um, only 10% of Americans eat seafood twice a week? Our yeah. dietary guidelines say that we should be eating at least eight ounces of seafood per week. To take in 250 milligrams of omega-3s, EPA, DHA a day. People are afraid of seafood. They're people, afraid to cook it at home. We're missing out on all the essential fatty acids that are good for our brain, our heart. And so you need to help us figure out how to get more seafood I, into our diet. I have two restaurants that serve a lot of seafood. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's really my, my, my angle. Yeah. No, most uh, Americans consume seafood um, outside of their own homes. Yeah, that's they, true. They don't grow up as children don't grow up smelling seafood being cooked in the house mm -hmm. they, they once they smell fish it smells fishy in the house never does a child walk in the door and go mom it smells beefy in here what's going on it's, no it's <laughs> right. meat being cooked well, everybody how, gets that how do you prevent that smell in the house for people that want to try and cook it at home start early feed start your early. children at a young mm -hmm. age let them know that that's what dinner smells like yeah you know it, it, just make it normal Right. That's what you have to do. I mean, you can put vinegar open over here because then it'll take away some of the odors and wash your hands with lemon it. and all this. You know what? Oven. Fish tastes like fish. Yeah. It's delicious and it's really, really, really good <laughs> for you. It is so good for you. Yeah. You know, the, the dietary guidelines want us to take in the essential fatty acids, EPA, DHA. And the mm -hmm. fish that have higher amounts of omega 3s are those that are fattier, like salmon right. and tuna and anchovies and sardines and then but I think people forget about mussels. Mussels have about 900 milligrams of omega-3s per serving yeah. and so I think you know I, we'd love for Americans to eat a variety of seafood. That's my thing. You I'm know? trying to get diversity. Yeah. Diversity. Step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Eat lower on the food chain mm -hmm. if possible. You know what I'm doing in my own restaurant. I've got fine dining seafood restaurant. Ooh, I'm planning on serving sardines in a can. Yeah. I mean if you could serve a, a three gram tin of caviar and, and put pancakes on the side of it and some eggs and the onions and charge a lot of money. What can we do for these beautiful little packets of omega-3s that are so yeah. good for you? I love for people to learn to appreciate canned seafood. There are some really great options out there and also frozen seafood. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't know that fish is frozen at sea mm -hmm. and so that it's ready when they are. So I think most of the stress comes from trying to buy the fresh piece of fish at the counter and then needing to cook it within two days. Right. So that's people are People are afraid from. of seafood for many reasons, and yeah. many of them I understand. Mm -hmm. The first one we've already discussed about the odor in the house, mm -hmm. but right. it's expensive. Mm -hmm. it, um, and if it overcooks, it's, you're going to ruin it, so you're afraid of failing. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and you just don't want to turn your, your, your family off to, to something that you know is good for them. It's worth it, but there is a price range that can fit any, bu any budget. And so you do need a strategy to figure out, you know, what came in fresh, talk with your fishmonger mm -hmm. at the retail counter, yeah. and don't forget about the frozen and canned options. Sure. Like those are actually, you know, very affordable. Better than, I mean, I'm not a fan of the supplement, the pill, yeah. you, know, the, uh, you know, take the fish oil. I'm, a lot of those fish oils are rancid. You want, your body wants real food. It wants seafood. Now, coastal, yeah. uh, people living on the coast, different story. Living in the center, ooh, a little bit more difficult. Well, a lot so. of people, if they eat fish or shrimp, that, that's lower in omega-3s per mm -hmm. serving. And mm -hmm. so we do recommend that they supplement with omega-3s and they're right. good options out there and so there's uh you know they? they're well very well produced you have american pollock 
that's produced mm -hmm. into fish yep. oil. Right. And then there's algal options right. now for vegetarians, and that's high in DHA. And so, you know, I think for people that like the shrimp, they're only getting 100 milligrams a mm -hmm. serving, right. so they're going to have to find another way to supplement. Right. Yeah. What are your thoughts on farm-raised seafood, and do you serve it in your <laughs> restaurants? I do, I do. As a matter of fact, uh, when I first started uh, doing a seafood concept, I was bound and determined to serve nothing but wild seafood. Uh -huh. And that, that has shifted quite a bit, you know. Aquaculture um, had a real bad reputation, and for good reason. They were doing a lot of things wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, there was fish escaping, competing for uh, native fish uh, needs. About, about, yeah, 20, 30 years ago when the, the um, aquaculture industry right. started. Chemical use, escapes, know, they, uh, the fish ratio, feed the marine The animal husbandry, proteins. you know, just wasn't wasn't as uh, great as it is today. But a lot has changed. Yeah. A lot of big companies have made ships. Right. Now, if we're going to feed a growing planet from 7 billion to 9 billion, mm -hmm. we need large-scale solutions. Right. And big companies such as Cook Aquaculture mm -hmm. and is, 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 has made major investments in branding mm -hmm. seafood. Now there's, there's True North Salmon. So now people go, oh, I know True From North. From Moraine Harvest, they have a great option as well. There are companies yeah. doing a good job. Right. And I want to celebrate that so yeah. that everyone sees that as a good business model. Right. They all follow it and we have what we call a sustainable solution. Right. right. You know, it's not only um, the health of the fish mm -hmm. and the health of the consumer, it's also the health of the environment. Without a healthy place to reproduce, the fish are going to go away. Right. So, um, what is what is your feelings on aquaculture, wild, and and taking extra care of their environment as well? Well, you know, um, there, there have been more and more studies that to feed the nine billion people that are coming uh, by 2050, we mm -hmm. do need a sustainable food solution. Mm -hmm. And seafood that's both wild and farmed is a solution because we're going to run out of land to raise all the land-based animals. And so, for people, if we can help them to become fish eaters appreciate farm and wild seafood that's sustainably caught. Yeah. And I think uh, we can help both health, the planet, and also jobs. That's a new industry that's coming. So I think, um, you know, I, I think there is a great potential that we can feed the nine billion, nine to 10 billion by 2050 if we switch to a, you know, lighter on the red meat and, you know, higher uh, on the fish diet. And we need like a third plate, more more ve vegetables mm -hmm. on the plate, so the protein isn't isn't the main hero, mm -hmm. it's a, it's part so of the... Veggie-centric. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and we have to just be more, more diversely. There's so much seafood in the ocean that we yeah. don't think is good enough for us for dinner. We have to change that. Chefs have to help to change it, but it's also a very perishable inventory. And so to get that to happen, it's it's a process that's been very frustrating for me because I've been talking about this for over two decades <laughs> in my career. It's my core value, but I mean, I, there's there's ways of doing it, and that one of them is by serving some canned, very good quality canned sardines or canned seafood that has a long shelf life. You don't have to worry about oh, if I don't cook it on Tuesday, I'm going to throw it out by Wednesday. No, you know what? You've got some leeway here. What, what, what have been some of your um like talking points to help your customers know that it's okay to try different fish that isn't on their you know, top five list. Well, first of all, you have to lure them in with something <laughs> that you know they love. Yeah. So there's going to be a crab meat crust on a fish that you know they're, you know they're not going to go for. Mm -hmm. You know, tilefish, for instance. I yeah. was talking earlier with you. Tilefish mm -hmm. used to be a dollar a pound. It's a great fish, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have a great name. A lot of fish don't have great names. Mm -hmm. They were named by fishermen coming home <laughs> after a long day on the ocean. Going, ah, I caught some groupers, some grunts, Toothfish some wreckfish. Or... I mean, <laughs> these, these fish are not marketable names. Mm -hmm. So you lure them in with something that they do like. Mm -hmm. um, you get a reputation for uh, serving good seafood mm -hmm. and hopefully, you know, you're, when you have the confidence of your, uh, your, uh, your staff, 
they bring that confidence to the table, the customer tastes it, they tell their friends, and you build a reputation for serving. And, and maybe we bring back catch of the day, that concept that this is what the fisherman caught today. Yeah, I'm in Vegas. You know? Catch of the day doesn't really <laughs> correct to that. <laughs>